The content of this recording is copyrighted by Sandler Systems, LLC. All rights reserved. This is the Building Blocks of Success with Glenn Matson. Well, welcome back to the Building Blocks of Success. We're in Season 3, Episode 5. And today, we're going to be taking a look at networking. Networking is really one of the skills that many of us uh, have fallen away from or don't really know how to utilize to its fullest abilities. And especially during COVID time periods, networking really has fallen off by the wayside. And it's such a strong, strong skill set to learn. So let's talk about that today. When we take a look at networking, networking is really is just the process of building relationships uh, and connections with other people who can, over time, directly or indirectly, help you in reaching your personal goals. So networking is really about developing your people bank. Networking is really about devising and getting people inside and outside your company that can help you. So networking is really essential for career growth and business development, for sure. It does take time, does take energy and effort. It's not something that you just plant that seed and it's going to become a tree overnight. You got to make sure you spend time building the relationships, growing the relationships, giving to the relationship. But it's one of the best ways to build your personal brand and your reputation. So we're going to talk about today is a handful of things. One is what I call the before. The before is really the understanding about um, what do you join? How do you join? What's your research look like? Then we're going to go into what do you actually do when it's networking time? And the third thing we're going to step into is the follow-up. So let's jump into it right away. The first piece is creating what I call the playbook. Creating the playbook is really understanding a handful of things. Your playbook should include what organizations are you going to target? And why? You should also understand who the key players are inside that organization. Also, by looking it up in today's world, you can figure out what events you should attend. Also, within that, you should look at the different committees within the organization that maybe you want to volunteer your time. So the first is identifying who. Second is do your market research. Once you start to understand the who, start figuring out the players. So jump on the website, go into LinkedIn, Facebook, et cetera. Look at the mission statements. Start looking at what they have, what some people are saying about it, what their ratings are, et cetera. So do your market research to make sure that the target that you have for the networking is going to work. Now, again, networking can be an organization. It's just truly a networking group. It could be a chamber of commerce. It could be a uh, industry-specific uh, meeting place where people go off in the same industry to network. But find out and do your research. Number two, so now you have a playbook of who, now you got your market research. Next thing is you got to figure out a game plan. The game plan is, is what's your primary purpose for attending? What is the goal exactly of what you want to accomplish while you're there? So how do you measure if it's going to be successful or not? So you're going to have to have, for instance, a game camp plan could be is how many new people do you want to meet? Uh, you could also turn around and say, uh, in addition to that is how many opportunities do I want to have as for follow-up? Now, remember, when you're looking at networking, networking is about seeing a lot of people, not just seeing one or two people over the hour. So you may say, my game plan is to meet 12 new people and schedule three follow-ups by the time I leave. Last is check your equipment. 
<laughs> right? I don't mean that you go check your equipment, like making sure that obviously the car works, but I'm talking about small stuff, right? Um, do you actually have a pen? Do you have some three by five cards inside your pocket or your purse or with you in case you want to take notes? Are you okay taking notes on your phone? Does your phone actually have enough battery in it? Does your phone have access, right? So maybe it's uh, business cards, maybe it's a different way of doing it, but make sure that you're equipped. Also, we talked about this in another podcast in terms of confidence. Confidence is having the ability and the knowledge in the back of your heart that you know how to pull this thing off. So part of your, your equipment would be is, what are you saying? What's your 30 second commercial? So that's the before. Now let's talk about what happens when it's actually time to the networking meeting starts. Okay. So first thing I want to make sure that we're all on the same page is, is you got to make sure that you have really a winning attitude. And what that means is, is that you're in there, you're happy, you're in a good spot, you're ready to have those good meetings, which really take a big difference in, in what other people are going to be doing. So first is have a real good winning attitude. And, and that's really kind of important. I know it sounds crazy, but last thing you want to do in your brain is say, okay, I'm going to go into this meeting. I hope I don't make a complete jerk out of myself. That's not a winning attitude. That's not going to help you get to where you want to go. So when we talk about it, here's another tip. So it's not having a winning attitude, which I get, but I also want to make sure that you understand about getting there a little early. Arriving a little early is fantastic. It really gives you the ability of meeting people first. It's having the capacity that when people walk in, you get a lay of the land, right? You walk around, you're going to see if there's a speaker or not. If there is a speaker, make sure you sit in the chair that is facing the stage so you don't sit down and have your back to them. Also, I found that it is wildly successful. I would always show up really early for networking meetings. And I would be one of the very first people there. So when anyone or any time that people walk in, they would already know me because I was there and I was already talking to two or three people. So when someone would come in and they'd say, oh, hey, Glenn, by the way, you really should, should meet Bill. Bill, come here for a second, meet Glenn. And then all of a sudden I was having those that were already attendees introducing me to everyone. So arrive early, make sure you get the right seat. The next thing is you gotta be in the, the during part is be the master of the pivot. What I mean by that is it's called a five-minute rule. Five-minute rule is, is that you're at an event for 30 to 40 to 50 minutes. You should speak no more than five minutes with anyone. You got to have the art of the pivot. And the art of the pivot is how do you get in and then get out of a conversation. So you really got to make sure you understand how to get in and get out, right? So that's a big piece, which we'll talk about in a second, right? So if you do have to have the pivot, I'll talk about what you say in a moment, but you got to realize there's two pivots. Pivot into a conversation and make sure you can pivot out of a conversation. Very, very, very important. Now, the other piece that you may want to take a look at as we're going through this is listen more and talk less. So what that means is, is that when you go into a networking meeting, you should be at least at a 70-30 split, meaning that you're listening 70% of the time and only talking 30%. You got to realize that if you're doing all the talking, you're not really bonding. If you're doing all the talking, you're not getting the information that you're looking for from them. So make sure that when you have that ability, that uh, you know how to ask the right questions to get people to, to gravitate towards you, right? Now, some of you may be looking at something like form. It's an easy way. It's something I've taught everyone for a long time, F-O-R-M. Tell me about the family. Tell me about your occupation. Tell me about your recreation. Now let's talk about money, F-O-R-M. But you do have to be the art of the small talk. 
Now, stay sharp. And, and, and you got to remember what I mean by stay sharp is we're not there to have bagels and coffee. We are there to meet people and we're there to make sure that we network, not net fun. And what that means is your job is to go through and accomplish your objectives. So when I say stay sharp, you know, if it's cocktail hours, okay. If you like to have a, 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 a nice tea, fine, but you're not there to drink. You're there to get names. You're there to connect with people. So make sure that you understand why you're there and stay sharp. And make sure you have a system for, for you know, gathering either people's data uh, through your phone, through old school business cards, but make sure you have a process for that. So now that you have the before, you have the during, and then you have the after, and the after is really three things. Your wrap up, and the wrap up is 24 hours after the event is when you must have all your conversations in the book. So if you network with someone yesterday, you better be calling them tomorrow morning. The next day, 24-hour rule says within 24 hours of meeting someone, they're going to lose and forget a fair amount about you. 24-hour rule right afterwards. Second thing is make sure you leverage social media. Make sure you connect with people uh, right in the parking lot after you left. Say, it was great meeting you at such and such. I really enjoyed your conversation about X. So be as specific as you can in your invites. You know that. But that's another one is leveraging social media. The third thing that you should be doing is having inside your CRM a process for follow-up. So what's your drips? What are you going to be doing to drip over the next 10 to 15 months? Now, let's talk about a couple of key things that I want to share with everybody. And, and these are some things that you may want to think about in terms of being successful when you first get there face-to-face. -face. Now, the first is an icebreaker. An icebreaker is how can you break into a conversation? So an icebreaker is what I call an opener. And this is where you should be spending some time with your friends or other colleagues, just learning how to break into someone else's conversation. And here's a couple of easy openers that you may want. Um, you know, hey, such and such, did you have a tough time finding a parking spot? Hey, have you ever heard the speaker talk before? Do you typically bring in a lot of speakers to this, uh, this association? Hey, by the way, are you a new member? So just get three, four, five things that you would consider a icebreaker. And by the way, the interesting thing is you're in a networking meeting. I always used to go over to the people who are standing by themselves. The people standing by themselves are terrified. I'd walk right over and say, hello. And you have to realize everybody in the room wants to be good at this. Everyone in the room wants to feel comfortable about this. So the podcast we've talked about in the past about fear of failure and you got to have confidence in your ability to how to break ice. But you got to realize everyone in the room, for the most part, is terrified of being there. And you having the ability to walk in and say hello to someone, break ice, and then do a pivot and leave and go meet somebody else will leave a good two-thirds of the room in awe because you're doing what they want to do, but they're afraid to do. And the mere fact of that alone, you'll get a lot more appointments with people. So learn how to break the ice. Here's the next thing. I want you to practice this, learn it get it turnkey and it's autopilot. And that's where you build your confidence. So these are the four things I'd like you to ask right after you do your small talk. So you may say, hey, been the first time and you guys typically have speakers at this place? Oh, it's fantastic. Well, nice to meet you. I'm Glenn. 
Oh, hey, Nancy, how are you? So Nancy, what do you do? What firm are you with? Next question I'm going to ask is, so what do you do at the firm? What's your position? Third question I'm going to ask is, so how long you've been there? Fourth question I'm going to ask is, so what's your ideal prospect so I can keep my eyes and ears open for you? The first one is, what do you do for a living and what's your firm? You got to understand what they do. You got to understand who they work for so you can understand the type of clients they may be engaged in or the individuals they may work with. You also want to understand the position in the firm. Position in the firm has a lot to do with where they sit in the hierarchy. The third is length of time. How long you been there? Well, if they just moved here and they haven't really been at the company for more than six months, will they actually have a Rolodex of people? Will they have individuals that may be able to help you? Right? And if they're a newbie, they may not be. The third one is, so help me understand, what, what's your ideal client or prospect? That will give you an idea of how skilled they are at networking also, because most people are horrific when you ask that question. So the first is, oh, hey, congratulations, Nancy. Nice to meet you. I'm Glenn. So, hey, so what do you do for a living? Oh, nice. What firm are you with? Okay. How long have you been there? Oh my gosh. So did you, did you have a lot of trials and tribulations over the last 10 years to grow up the corporate ladder? Gotcha. Right. Start asking some curious questions. Oh, by the way, how long have you been there? Got it. All right. Hey, Nancy, so I can keep my eyes and ears open for you. Maybe you can share with me what your ideal prospect look like. Now, team, when she starts to speak is when you should pull out your phone and start taking notes. Now, the notes you're taking, by the way, are also jotting down what she does and how long she's been there. So you can get an idea of what you're going to say next based on how long she's been there and what her position is. So when she's done telling you what she does and what her ideal prospect is, my next question to, to, to Nancy would be is, if she doesn't ask, because common courtesy would be is, so Glenn, what do you do? Now, let's suppose they don't ask it. When Nancy's done, it's okay to say, Nancy, so I have, make sure I have this right. And I'll do some active listening and I'll pause and say, well, Nancy, you're probably wondering what I do. And they always say, yes. And now it's time for you to do your 30 second commercial, which is describing not what you do, but who comes to you and why. So if you know Sandler, you know a 30 second commercial is more geared around emotional drivers than it is about benefits because people buy to solve pain, not benefits. So you're, 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 you and who you are and what you do should be what we call the 30 second commercial. And if any of you want to know more about that, just send us a, a note or a chat. I'll be more than happy to send you out the script. But realize when you're networking, go and find out what you're looking for in terms of joining. So do your playbook. Do your market research. Come up with your game plan. When you get there, make sure you arrive early. Get the right seat. Make sure you understand how to start your icebreaker. Go right into your four questions. If it's someone of value, you close them for an appointment. And when you're done, you have to pivot away. And that's very important. So the last piece is the pivot away. And the pivot away is something as easy as, hey, Nancy, it was great chatting with you. I know there's a handful of people in this room that you probably want to go see also. Um, so I hope everything goes well and I'll talk to you on Tuesday. You could also turn around and say as a pivot to get away is, hey, Nancy, it was great chatting with you. You see see a, a Bill over there? Bill's in that, that, that black jacket? Yeah, Bill's a great person you should go talk to. Go say hi to Bill for me. Now, 
you have to realize I did that for years and I would send 30 people over to Bill and I never met Bill. Just kept sending people over to him. So, you know, you just got to have a pivot. A pivot is thanks and then move on. Because some people who are non-networkers are terrified of doing what you're doing. So they want to sit next to you the entire way. Like a lamprey. You ever see what a lamprey is? A lamprey attaches to a fish. It doesn't want to hunt on its own. So it attaches to you and it kind of goes with you. You're in a networking group. Your job is to get names, talk to people and come out with your objective. Not to have friends or make a friend for 35 minutes and not move from anyone else. So part of the pivot is a pivot away. So you can go do your networking. Networking is a fabulous way. And in a, in a formulated way, and networking is also fabulous in a semi-structured way. So if you're looking at networking meetings, getting together every third Thursday you know, in the morning time, those are great. Going to associations are great. But realize networking is also a process of building relationships and connections with people can help you achieve your goals. So realize networking is also, can also be, talking with individuals who've already done what you're trying to do. That's called networking mentors. And many younger individuals are terrified. And I was terrified when I was younger. I was 26, right? I was always uncomfortable going to talk to someone who's 50 or 60 years old about business because you know, there are different places than I am and I'm going to look foolish. I'm going to feel this way. and will look differently on me. I have to tell you flat out, every, the majority of people, or self-made successful individuals, the majority. If there's a someone who is of younger that wants to spend some time and talk to you about successes and failures, you're going to be much more surprised by the number of individuals that will say, I will spend time with you. I will help you. I will give you guidance. So anyone who's new or newer to the workforce, anyone who is younger or just changed careers or starting, Please do not hesitate to go to someone who's already been successful, who's already had success, and talk to them about the path that they rode, the path that they took, and what are some advice or shortcomings could they do themselves, right? Meaning you. But I will tell you, if you're going to go ask an overachiever for some one-on-one advice, make sure you're an overachiever. Don't go ask for advice and then do nothing with it. If you ask advice and you try it and you go back to the person and say, let me tell you what I tried, what will happen is the person you're asking advice from will see themselves in you. They will see you're trying. They will see that you're having bravery. They will see the time, energy, and effort that you're doing. And all that will do is inspire them to share more with you. So all those individuals out there listening to the building blocks of success, realize networking is insanely important. So develop what you're trying to go after, learn how to network like we talked about, and make sure you do your follow-ups. And everyone goes into your drip campaign. But never forget the magic of those four questions. What do you do? Who do you work for? What's your position? how long you've been there, and lastly is your ideal prospect. So as we call it here at at Madsen Associates, you got to go shake the tree all the time because you just never, never know. I'm literally 
at a pub with one of my buddies. We're playing lacrosse after the game. He just starts striking up a conversation with someone next to us. The person next to us honestly looked like they were in the bar for four days. But during the course of the conversation, they were just chit-chatting. And somehow the conversation went over to buildings on a street that my friend Phil was looking at buying. The guy started laughing at the bar and goes, that's my brother owns those buildings. So out of nowhere, how would you ever know that those individuals were connected or that was going to make a difference for Phil that night at 11 o'clock in a pub, not only in the town, not even remotely in the town that neither of us live in. We played a sport, right? The game at a different town. We had a uh, one drink and then we went home. So that's when he shook the tree and that's what he got. So you never know when shaking the tree is going to give you some fruit. So always be a networker. Always be out there shaking the tree and getting to know people. Networking is critical for building blocks of success. Talk to you soon. This is the Building Blocks of Success with Glenn Matson. 